Hey guys, it's Bex, and you're listening to my podcast. I'm a writer, outdoor enthusiast, and sustainable health and wellness advocate. I am captivated by the simple things in life, like the calmness of rain, making someone laugh, and the right song at the right moment. In my free time, you will most likely find me on the top of a mountain watching sunrise, in a cozy cafe writing or reading, or in a zero-waste bulk food store, because come on, those things are pretty cool. I am naturally a very curious person, and I absolutely love meeting new people, so this podcast is a way for me to share some fun conversations with friends or strangers that I meet. On this podcast, we'll be chatting about everything and anything to do with living a balanced life. This includes travel and outdoors, health and wellness, sustainability and relationships, and more. So stay tuned for some fun conversations every Sunday at 8 p.m. here in Spain and for my friends in the U.S. 11 a.m. Pacific time. You can also find me on Instagram at heyits underscore bex. All right, let's get to it. guys how's it going i am currently sitting in retiro park in madrid and it is super super hot um it's like what 30 celsius which is like 100 degrees fahrenheit um for my for my usa friends um it's super hot and i'm not used to this i'm i was running and i am just so sweaty which is so dmi but like even when i walk outside and just walk 10 minutes down the street it's just ridiculously hot and being outside right now when you're not in the shade is super tough but honestly i guess i can't complain because my mom and dad keep saying that it's raining in bend you know where i'm from so they're like it's just not very warm yet summer isn't here they're not getting tan so i was like well i guess like i'd rather have this than that but it's it's pretty hot so i'm really excited to um kind of end my time in this heat um i'm headed to switzerland on tuesday so this is my last weekend in madrid and i'm headed there to work in a hostel for the summer and i'm super excited it's funny because um when i if you listen to my podcast with sarah uh last week her and I used to talk about opening a hostel together and we used to talk about um, just moving abroad and living and working at a hostel. And I, I don't know, like I never actually thought it was going to be a thing. And then McKenna and I ended up going to this hostel for um, during our Christmas break and I just absolutely loved it and I loved the owner. And so I was I saw that they were hiring well actually Sarah saw they were hiring and she sent me the post and then I was like oh my god I have to apply and I just emailed her and voila I have a job for the summer in Switzerland and I think that just that that moment right there was I I found out that like she called me when I was very much like I still don't know what I'm doing I don't know what's next I don't want to go home yet but I'm ready to leave Spain and I genuinely had no idea what I was going to do and then she called me and she was like okay yeah definitely come and I was just like like it takes one day I know it sounds so cliche but it takes like one opportunity and one day to completely change your life or like your life for the next few months and who knows like Spain brought me this opportunity and I almost didn't come to Spain I was like the week before I came to Spain I was like oh I don't really know like maybe I shouldn't go and I was really debating it and then my mom you know she was like you can always come home like like you can't always go back but if you decide not to go I mean if you decide to go and then you hate it you can come home but if you decide not to go and you 
then you just you can't go in the middle of the year like you wouldn't be able to teach or anything and so I think that was kind of the mindset I had when I decided to go to the hostel I mean I had no hesitations saying yes but it's also like I thought about it afterwards and I was like maybe I shouldn't maybe I should go home and um do something else and then my dad was like why like name one reason and name name a time when you are going to be able to move to Switzerland and live in a hostel and I was like you're right and so he kind of just said no like either way you can come home like if you go for like a few weeks and you're like I absolutely hate this you can literally come home and I think that's been helping me a lot lately with making decisions because if you guys know me um you know I'm very indecisive and making decisions is honestly pretty hard for me mostly because um may I mean I think it's a little bit that I am not 100% sure what I want to do yet or what I want and I think I mean a lot of people are that way but I think I just get into this like analysis paralysis of decision making and I think about every possible outcome and then I'm afraid to miss out on an opportunity and so for me I'm like oh, I don't want to you know go home early because who knows like what Switzerland could bring me and it takes like one person one opportunity and that's all it takes to like put your life on a completely different course and so I think that's been helping me a lot lately with decision making and understanding that like even like no matter what path you choose it'll lead you to something else and I think that that's just been helping me that like it, it's just the path that you're on and there's a hundred different ways to go about it and there's not one way to do things um that being said though change is definitely difficult and I've been dealing with that a lot lately just because you know I have been here for like nine months now and I'm finally comfortable I finally feel at home I'm really starting to enjoy Madrid especially now that the sun is out I'm starting to really enjoy eating dinner at 10 30 or 11 and going to bed at midnight and waking up at like eight and you know because no nothing opens here before eight or nine and so I'm really starting to like the the slower lifestyle the sunshine um and just the life that I have in Spain, I'm really starting to enjoy it and appreciate it a lot more. Um, but I'm leaving. And so I think it's always bittersweet when you're leaving something that finally maybe feels a little bit like home. Um, or just, I mean, leaving anything in general is hard, but it's so bittersweet because I'm so sad to leave the friends that I've made here. And I'm so sad to leave um, just the city because I think I finally have a new appreciation for the city. You know, I grew up in a smaller town and we don't have a billion things to do all the time. And so I think I've really come to appreciate the fact that you're never bored when you're in a city, um, just because there's literally something to do all the time. And so I've really started to enjoy that and come to appreciate it. And I'm sad to leave my roommates. I'm sad to leave um, Pico, who's like the best friend I've made here. And I mean, I, it's, it's definitely hard, but I'm so excited to go to Switzerland and be in the mountains again, because I'm from the mountains and I definitely miss hiking all the time. And I'm training for a marathon right now. So I think doing that in the mountains will be, um, challenging to say the least, but I think it would be pretty fun and exciting. Um, and you know, I've never done anything like this and I, I'm very excited for this next phase, but I'm also, yeah, I'm, I'm sad. And I think a, the adjustment period is always hard, like making a new routine for yourself, um, figuring out what food you're going to be eating, figuring out what time you're going to be getting up, 
and figuring out what your day-to-day -day is going to be because I'll be working at the hostel and then I'll also be doing my freelance work which I've been doing remotely so I've been like writing and doing digital marketing and social media management um, just like with freelance clients and so I'll be doing that and then you know I also want to go hike and stuff so it's it's a balance and I think always finding a routine is fun sometimes but it's it's difficult and adjusting to a new place and I think I I do very well on my own um, in terms of traveling and adjusting like if there's one thing I am it's it's very adaptable um, and so I know that that won't be a problem and I know that I will probably get settled fairly quickly but then it's just a matter of um, it's not, yeah, it's not a matter of going to Switzerland. I think it's more of just a matter of uh, like constant change and moving around. And I always have this push-pull where I'm like, where I'm young and I don't have any obligations or responsibilities, you know? And I mean, like, in terms of I don't have a child or I don't have a dog and I don't have a relationship. And so I'm, I'm free to do as I please within, like, the means of what I have. And... Um, the life I want to make for myself and I think sometimes I'm like that's amazing and I should move around as much as I can you know I've I've heard people say that one of my favorite um podcasters and writers is Rachel Hollis and she said that like if she could give anyone advice in her 20s um like if she could go back to her 20s and give like anyone advice she was like I would move somewhere new every six months um she said that she would get out of her comfort zone as much as possible and try new things and she would move around every six months or so because that requires you to you know you go to new gyms you go to new restaurants you meet new people you have to adapt to a new environment you have a new routine you're seeing different things and with all of that comes so much learning and so much growth and then she was like I would date casually I would just keep myself from like any responsibilities until I know exactly like maybe what I want to do and I mean I don't think anyone knows exactly what they want to do um but then you know I, I think of that and I'm like that sounds like so much fun but then you know you you meet people when you're abroad and that I think that's the thing about like Spanish people and French people is a lot of them have like lifelong friends right or like their friendships are so unique in terms of the fact that they are so close they're basically family and I think for me to leave constantly when I'm meeting these people when I meet people that finally feel like family and then I have to leave it's so difficult because I'm like oh man I want to stay because I love you guys and I've had so much fun with you but I think again you have to do what's best for you and you can't stay places just for people if I mean you can but I mean if that's just not the path that you want to be on and I guess it's just it's become hard to keep saying bye to people and I know it's not bye forever and I know I'll probably see them again and again I truly do think traveling is a way to have family all over the world so now when I come back to Madrid I will have so many people to see and reach out to and I mean that's such a beautiful thing I think to have friends in so many places but I think, again, sometimes it's definitely hard to realize that your friends are in so many places and you can't always see them all the time and you're um, not, yeah, in close proximity. So it's not like I'm like, oh, hey, let's go hang out today. It's it's like, let me FaceTime you. And it, it's just not the same, you know, as face-to-face -face contact. But um, that being said, I just, I still feel very lucky to have met all the people that I have met.
have learned so much about myself being in Spain. I think Spain has really taught me, first of all, to date myself just in terms of going and doing things alone. Like I come to the park all the time and I sit and read and I picnic by myself. I go, I've gone to the movies by myself. I've gone out to dinner by myself. Um, and I think just having the confidence to do that, I never would have had in the US. Or maybe I would have, but I just would not have pushed myself that far out of my comfort zone. And I think doing things that maybe you don't initially want to and that are pushing you out of your comfort zone is really important. Like the other night I was at home and it was like eight o'clock and I was pretty tired and I was like, oh, I could just stay here and go to bed. But um, I also really wanted to go to a cafe and write. And so, you know, it was either stay or go. And I had a moment where I just could not decide. And then eventually I ended up going. So nice in Madrid and it, like nights and evenings here are so nice. So I ended up going and I ended up sitting at the cafe for about three hours and there was no one else there. Well, there was like a few people, but I ended up sitting there for like three hours and writing. And I walked home at like 11.30 and it was just so peaceful and so nice. And I was so fulfilled in those moments that I was just reminded that it's so important to do things like that for yourself that you just absolutely love and take time for yourself and make sure you're spending time with the people that you love and that you want to spend time with. I think that's the biggest lesson I've learned in Madrid is that your time is so valuable and you do not have to give it to anyone you don't want to and you're allowed to set boundaries and you're allowed to change your mind and do what you want to do and it's okay to be selfish and I'm not saying like hurt people's feelings and be mean but I'm saying like you know if you don't want to do something don't do it and it's just that simple and I think sometimes we make it way more difficult than it needs to be and by we I mean like I'm talking to myself because sometimes I, it's just not that deep and I I overthink things and I'm indecisive and so it's hard to make decisions sometimes but I think that is one thing Madrid has really taught me is that my time is mine and there's no reason to like waste it on people that don't um, I guess suit the lifestyle that I'm trying to build and that don't fall into like my values and um, I, I just don't want to people please anymore and so I think that was a hard lesson to learn but a really really good one and I think the other thing I've started to realize is that genuinely no one has it figured out and I think I'm finally at peace with the fact that I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know what's next like after Switzerland I have no idea and you know to some extent I'm really insecure about this part of my personality I'm really insecure about the fact that like organization and planning and I guess thinking that far ahead is really hard for me and I you know I think some people makes it some people think it makes me um, like not reliable or just too flexible and chaotic and yes, maybe sometimes in some situations, I agree with that. But I also think that I wouldn't want to be any other way because I wouldn't want to have my whole life planned out. And I don't think I would actually want to know exactly what I want to do because not knowing allows me to explore so many things and try new things. I think sometimes when people know exactly what they want to do and they're so set on it, they forget to kind of play and explore with other things um and I don't know I really enjoy trying new things and so I I don't think I would actually want to be 
the other way around. And I think I just maybe came to that realization a little bit ago because, again, I'm definitely kind of insecure about the fact that I'm just, I guess, so free-flowing and flexible and I'm not super opinionated and I you know, I have a very open mind and I'm very open to try new things and I'm never like set on something that I'm like, oh my God. Like, I mean, sometimes, yes, I'm like, oh, I really want to do this. But if someone else is like, oh, I don't want to do that. Can we do something else? I'm never one to be like, no, I want to do this. Like we have to go do this. And I think, again, maybe some people think that that's hard to deal with because I change my mind a lot and I, you know, I like to do different things. I, I'm very flexible, but I I think Madrid has really taught me that it's it's okay to be flexible and it's okay to change your mind. And I've really come to terms with the fact that, yeah, I have no idea what I'm doing after Switzerland. But to be honest with you, like two months ago, I had no idea what I was doing after Spain. And a year ago when I graduated college, I had no idea what I was doing. And slowly but surely, like one day I woke up and I was like, I'm going to Spain. And then in Spain, one day I woke up and I was like, I'm going to Switzerland. So I'm sure when Switzerland comes around, I will wake up one day and I will know what's next. And, and I think I'm finally okay with that. And it kind of makes me feel good to real, like just understand that it takes, again, one day, one person, and you'll have something figured out. And I don't know. I... I also think I'm finally just excited for the future and I'm genuinely trying to live more in the present than I am, you know, like in the past or in my head or somewhere else or in the future because to be honest with you, I mean, I, again, it's so cliche, but like this moment that like I am in right now that we are in, it's genuinely all we're promised and it's all we have and it's, it would, I think it's a disservice that we, we all don't live in these these moments and so like it's a Saturday and I've really come to appreciate the slowness of weekends in Spain and just how much I like it's what I think it's like 12 30 right now in the afternoon and I went to the gym and I'm going for a little bit of a run I slept until like 9 30 I'm gonna get a coffee I'm gonna make food but like my day is not rushed and I'm very relaxed and you know I don't work on the weekend so I've told my freelance clients that hey you know you can text me all hours of the week but I will only get back to you Monday through Friday um, and I've like set those hours for myself and I think it's been really, really good for me to set those boundaries and to enjoy these moments and just be present and not feel like, I think I used to feel like I was wasting my time or like if I took a really long time to work out or something, I would be like, oh, you have other things to be doing. Or if you didn't wake up, you know, I, I get up consistently at like 6.30 in the morning, Monday through Friday. And so uh, Saturday, I'm, I'm like, I want to sleep and I don't want to wake up to an alarm. And sometimes I used to think that that's just a waste of my time. But I'm like, no, if I sleep until 10, maybe my body needs it and I should just be okay with that. And so I definitely want to take everything I've learned about, you know, self-care and taking care of myself in this slow-paced life. I want to take it with me into wherever I'm going next, because I think that is a lesson that not everyone learns. And it's definitely an important one because the world is stressful and the world is hard and 
yeah, just kind of one decision after the other, one thing after the other, little things. Like right now, oh my God, I'm I'm packing to go to Switzerland. And so I've been sitting in my apartment all day and I've been doing, you know, organizational tasks, getting rid of stuff, donating clothes, selling stuff online, um, running errands, and just doing all the like organizational things that I need to do. And for me, organization is the hardest thing in the world. Um, like I organize myself well for myself, but in terms of like, these types of tasks and organization and planning, I'm really trying to get better, but they're really hard for me. And so just like yesterday, doing all of those things, I'm just like, oh my God, like this is one of the reasons that you just got to enjoy the other moments because these moments are just so unenjoyable. But I guess what I'm saying is I was also trying to enjoy the moment and realize that this is a growth moment for me and that this is really hard and challenging for me so I need to do it and I need to figure it out because these things are gonna be a thing in my life for the rest of my life. I think looking back on my on my time and understanding what I liked and what I didn't like about what I did or when there were certain situations that maybe I wish I had made a different decision. But again, that's the only way to learn um, is to do and then decide, was that for me? Was that not for me? And slowly but surely, I've definitely decided a little bit what is for me, but I definitely think I used my time wisely and I enjoyed Madrid and it was such a good experience and it was challenging like living moving to a new city alone and not really knowing anyone and working at a school where pretty much no one speaks any English and I mean living in a city where not a lot of people speak great English and you know even just the smaller things like setting up a bank account and getting a metro card and like all the tedious things that no one wants to do uh it's just doing it in another country so like not doing it in your own country it's it's definitely just it adds a little bit of a challenge to everything and so I think things were not super easy all the time and things were definitely hard and I was very I was definitely challenged why I was here and I could not be more grateful and thankful for the challenges that I faced while I've been here because again I've just learned and changed and grown so much and I'm yeah, I'm very, I'm very proud of myself and I'm, I'm very just content and happy with Spain and I'm glad that I came and I'm glad that I did this. I've always wanted to live in Europe for an extended period of time and I did that and so yeah, I guess on to, on to the next, the next things. Um, but I guess what I can say about this is just go out there and, you know, challenge yourself and make changes and even if it's just a change to your daily routine a change to your fitness routine a change to your eating habits you know a change to even like your scenery the friends that you're hanging out with small changes like they don't have to be huge life changes but i just challenge you to go out there and make a change and to also try something new um i've been dying to do pottery lately and i don't know why but i've just been dying to do it and it's because, you know, in high school and college when they're like, oh, you have to take an art class, but I, you know, ceramics and stuff never fit into my schedule. And so I'm like, okay, well, I never got to take those classes. And so I really want to take pottery and literally just for fun. And I just think back to all the things that I really wanted to do maybe when I was younger and someone or something didn't let me, told me I couldn't, it didn't fit into my life. And so now I'm really trying to 
think back on all of those things that I really wanted to do and to try them because I once wanted to try them so why not try them now and just for fun like I don't care if I'm the worst potter I think that's how you say it right I don't care if I'm the worst potter out there but I just want to do things that I enjoy and I right now I'm really in the mood to like work with my hands and be outside so I'm really just in the mood to like paint and do pottery and build things I've been sewing a lot I'm really just in the mood to like craft with my hands and I think it's just because I'm starting to remember what it feels like to be a kid when you're just playing all the time and you find something new and you're building with your hands and you're you know just challenging yourself constantly and so I just recommend that you go challenge yourself today tomorrow next week like do something new every week every other week just fit it into your month no matter what and I guarantee well actually I can't guarantee this but in my opinion I think it'll just do wonders for your growth and your challenges like lately I've been okay so P, this is such a side note but Pico told me that I don't eat properly with a knife and fork that you're supposed to cut your food with your dominant hand and like use your fork with your non-dominant hand when you're cutting because you are supposed to cut with your dominant hand and genuinely I didn't know that because like I don't know in the U.S. I don't use a fork and knife all the time unless I'm at a restaurant um like I, when I'm at home I don't know I cut up my food maybe before I put it on my plate um I don't use a fork and knife all the time maybe I'm super weird and maybe everyone knows this and maybe I'm the only one that doesn't know this but apparently yeah I eat wrong and so lately a challenge for me I've been trying to eat with my non-dominant hand and like cut with my dominant hand and even sometimes I would like try to use the fork and eat with my non-dominant hand and it's honestly really challenging and it just keeps the brain active so even simple things like that um I think are just so good and fun to be like yeah I need to keep my brain active and try something new and just gives you a little bit of spice in your life um so yeah go out there challenge yourself do something new get out of your comfort zone and if you do leave a comment on my instagram when i post this and let me know or send me a message and let me know what you did to get out of your comfort zone and how it made you feel let me know if you hated it or if you absolutely loved it if it was something that you're going to continue doing or if it was like a one-hit wonder kind of vibe where you know you're like ah you know it was fun but never again um yeah so let me know and i am gonna go sit and enjoy the rest of this beautiful Saturday afternoon in Retiro and walk around in the grass and do some grounding, connect myself to the earth. And I will talk to you guys next week. And the next time you hear me on this podcast, I will be in Switzerland. So I will see you guys later. guys that's a wrap on this week's episode i hope you guys enjoyed if you did feel free to post it on your socials and tag me at hey it's underscore bex and i will see you guys next week for our next episode